Well, you know, football for me when I was a kid was a way out. And I'm not saying a way out of, you know, the ghetto. I'm not saying a way out of trouble. It was a way out of personal misery. I mean, when you're, when you're born with a hole in the middle of your face and you don't know how to handle it and everybody else is looking at you as you walk down the school hallways, Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Celebrity Interviews Live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Neil. How about yourself? I'm doing really fantastic. To speaking to our guest. Absolutely. And I guess, you know, he's played on many different professional football teams. He has a tremendous story, Blaze Winter. Blaze, thanks for stopping by, man. And you know what? We knew, we, I interviewed you maybe seven years ago, wasn't it, Blaze? Yes, it was. Um, I'm really happy to be with you. Absolutely. Let's talk about, you know, your biggest highlights of your career in the NFL. Blaze, what would you say they were? Well, <laughs> um, laid on top of Joe Montana. I mean, it, it's always nice to hear a quarterback squeal um, and, and to, to hear him lose breath as I laid on top of him. I, I really enjoyed that, actually. Absolutely. Good, Greg. It's crazy. Please, when did you get excited about being in the NFL when you were a kid? Now, I know you guys, let me just say one thing. I know you guys don't believe that story, but when I was a Packer player, and we returned to Lambeau after beating the 49ers, and they were coming off of a world title the year before, and I'm sitting in my locker at Lambeau Field, and one of my teammates said, look, and he showed me a newspaper, and at, in that newspaper was when I sat Joe Montana, and underneath uh, there was a caption about uh, breaking two of his ribs. So, uh, and a lot of people don't believe uh, when they first hear it uh, because they, they, you know, they, they believe that I'm trying to stretch the truth. But, um, you know, those are some of the fondest memories. Obviously, playing with Junior Seau was another amazing uh, uh time in my life and you know being a part of a super bowl with the chargers and, and there's so many it's hard to just name one it, ma- it makes complete sense blaze what i want to go back to the question is now that super bowl was it a fond memory for you even though it was you lost that super bowl well you know you know losing is is you know the taste right afterwards is not what you want um, many days or weeks or months later, you realize that you did something with a group of guys that was um, rather special. And, and, and um, you know, those are the members you hold on to. I mean, you look at the AFC ring, even though we lost to the Niners, uh, you look at it and you say to yourself, I mean, this is, uh, there's only a handful of men on this earth that have uh, achieved that. So I'm, I was glad to be part of the journey. Uh, Bobby Ross was uh, an amazing uh, head coach, and um, the people I played with, um, uh, you know, Nathan Means, uh, um, Stan Humphrey, Junior Seau, Leslie O'Neill, you know, they're just amazing athletes all around you. So later on, after you you sort of get over the initial, uh, we got whipped, uh, you feel good about having a chance to be uh, in, in the dance at the very end. And, and um, I'll, I'll always remember that in a fun way. 
Go ahead, Greg. What question you have for him? Yeah, well, I'm going to ask my first question again, Blaze. When did you decide to get into football when you were a kid? And when did you know that you were going to be in the NFL? Well, you know, football for me when I was a kid was a way out. And I'm not saying a way out of, you know, the ghetto. I'm not saying a way out of trouble. It was a way out of personal misery. I mean, when you're, when you're born with a hole in the middle of your face, and you don't know how to handle it, and everybody else is looking at you as you walk down the school hallways in a rather strange way, and you can't really hold a conversation with them because you haven't learned how to speak until you go to get to high school level, your life is tough. And and you magnify that as a young person, you turn it into a a mountain and, and you make it almost a life and death situation. And football was a way out for me. It was a way to capture what was in my mind. And what was in my mind is, hey man, I belong out here and nobody asked me to you know open my mouth nobody asked me to look pretty nobody asked me to sound like a movie star uh, i was able to put on a helmet with a lot of bars across my face put that helmet on strap it up and i was like everybody else until the end of the game i was better than anybody else so for me it was a neutralizer to those that were Hollywood in the hallways for those that were, uh, you know, GQ in the hallways. Yeah, I may never, you know, ended up with the girl that I wanted in high school, but I ended up with an amazing woman many years later that I've had by my side for, you know, 30 plus years. So, you know, football was a way out of the personal misery uh, that I created in my life because. I wanted to look Hollywood. I wanted to sound like a movie star. I wanted to be something special when I walked down the hallways. Uh, but I realized that um, it wasn't going to happen in the hallways, so it happened on the football field. Yeah, and that's that's such an amazing story, Blaze. And you talked to me before. That story still is out there, right? You've had some conversations with people and stuff like that, and. This has not disappeared, the, the amazing story that you had to overcome to be in the NFL. Well, the Wolver family um, has a, a production team, and they've contacted me recently about trying to get this thing on the, on, on the screen uh, in the movies. Um, I, I felt like, what? When they called me about two months ago, and I had a conversation with one of the, the, the people in the production team uh, I, I just was blown away with me. And they said, yeah, you're you're a true life Rocky story. And somehow they did their research and they found that you've gone through a lot. And, um, you know, I'd much rather have uh, your listeners see me as I talk, but I'm really happy to be with you. And, and uh, uh, maybe one day people will realize that I am a fighter. I'm not going to lay down for anybody. I'm not going to roll up and just wilt away and die. I'm going to make a name for myself because I choose to. And uh, no matter if it's on a football field or um, writing a book or just 
being in front of a, a bunch of uh, high school athletes. Um, I'm going to have an impact on lives. And, um, you know, the mission is uh, what it is. And, and I've lived that mission for many, many years. Well, that's amazing, Blaze. I, I love that story. It's very inspiring to hear. Do you ever get out to be able to talk to youth or other organizations to try to help other kids that might be dealing with uh, maybe not as the same circumstance, but other circumstances to inspire and encourage them, bring them along in life? The NFL opened that door for me. I, I really thought it was like, who's going to ask me to do, you know, share my story? Uh, and, and I was wrong. A lot of people asked me, as soon as my career was uh, over and I had a book, there's a book out there called A Reason to Believe. I, I, uh, the um, co-author um, uh, uh, wrote the, the Jack Payne story. Uh, they called me an assassin. Uh, um, and and uh, Bill Kushner um, uh, co-wrote the book, and I, 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 you know, I went out on a circuit, and people were, were amazed at, you know, hearing the story. And the NFL is the reason the doors open, and and I've been in front of over three thousand groups, and then I stopped counting because I thought it was funny that the helmet now was off. You know, the bars were covering my face. People were staring at me as they sat in these convention rooms um, wanting to know, well, what's your secret? And, uh, you know, I had to expose myself in so many words. And I had to do the same thing with the, with the book. I mean, people don't know the hardships I went through as a child uh, besides uh, the hole in my face the domestic violence that I went through in my household. Uh, my father wasn't a nice man. He came over to his country on the bottom of a freighter. He was divided from eight brothers and sisters. And why did he run to the U.S.? Because the Nazis were after my grandfather. And imagine what kind of person that was, my father. Uh, uh, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't real nice. He was very cautious. And he was very concerned about day-to-day -day life. So I had to share these things to the audiences that I would be in front of, no matter if it was a high school group, elementary, corporate America. But it, it started to avalanche. I mean, it rolled. I mean, I went on to have a 14 years of doing 125 talks a year. This is a kid that wasn't able to speak well enough to be understood in middle school. Wow. I mean, I was in speech therapy my junior year of high school trying to pronunciate Apple the right way. And, and, and people know none of this. All they know is, oh, look at you, you're a great football player. So you have to open your mouth to the group and the helmet's not hiding your ugliness. It's really hard at first. And then you realize almost like the high school pep rally, you realize, I, I gotta say something. And you just let it go, and you learn to be fearless. You learn to be fearless. Neil, you know what I'm talking about. You learn to be fearless in your approach. And, and that's why you wanted me on your show. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Greg has a final question. He asks all the celebrities, Blaze. Go ahead, Greg. All right, Blaze. You're an amazing guy. I've, I've enjoyed this so much. And 
you know, you really touched my heart with your life and your story. But let me ask you this question. Blaze, what do you feel is the most important thing in life that you've ever learned? To understand I can't do it alone. People have to start to build back to one another uh, the understanding that they're important. They're important to the journey that you are, are in and on. You can't do this alone. My mother was there. My father in his own bizarre way was there. My coaches were there. At Syracuse University, there was a four-wheel drive. Three other guys that were part of my success that also went on to the NFL. Amazing story for another day. But it's about people, and it's about understanding how to trust other people and judge other people. My mom always said this to me. My mom said to me, only judge another human being over a period of time where you have time to evaluate if they really are who they are, you'll know who to want using that you can help from and and i say it because in this day and age it's always about divide reasons why we should push away the other person and and when i was on a super bowl football team or a high school football team or a college football team uh i i learned how important it was because i realized today more than ever before i am nothing without other people Wow. And, and those other people have to be on the same type of journey that I'm on, which is searching for excellence and all you do. Wow. I mean, it's always been about the fight. The last thing I'll say is I live by a creed, a creed, and that creed is F-I-W, fight I will. That is what I live by. That is what I'll die by. And I want other people in my life that are also F-I-W, fight I will. And when I have a team of people like that, we can do anything. And it doesn't have to be uh, a white, black, yellow, or green. My mentor is Jose St. Victor. He's a black man my mom handed me off to in ninth grade. He's been a mentor to me my whole life. It has nothing to do with color. It has nothing to do with why we should divide. It has to, it has to focus on why we should come together and solve problems, not create more. All right. Blaze, that was fantastic. We appreciate it. Where's the best place people can find information on you, Blaze? Um, my email, blaze at blazewinter.com. Um, uh, again, uh, uh, there's phone numbers. I have a website out there. You know, I, I love working with kids. I love working with coaches. And uh, you and I have to, you know, continue this on another day. All right. We appreciate it, Blaze. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Blaze. Be well. All right. That was Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Take care.